and then I am going to roll. Where did I put the theme music? Where did I put the theme music? There it is. Welcome to the Worst Movie Ever Made, an experimental movie podcast designed with one thing in mind, to find the worst movie ever made. I'm your host, Chris Ackman, joined by my co-hosts and fellow mad scientists, Rob Scucci and Bob Hasick. And this week, we're joined again by Jay at Dusty underscore Penguin underscore 112 on Instagram. Hey, guys, how are we and why are we doing this? Um, I'm just going to say something really quick. Um, I, I read something recently, a quote from Bill Gates, and he said he likes working... He likes having uh, lazy people work for him, not because like, they're lazy, but because like they want to find easier ways to do things, right? And like that's, okay. that's what drives that's what drives innovation. Because if you if you're lazy, you want to find a story <laughs> that, that doesn't cut corners, and that's good in technology. It makes advancements, makes you know, removes interim steps on processes that mu- take much longer for some people. It doesn't apply to entertainment or storytelling or writing when you have laziness. So I, I just I wanted to let people know, like not all. Um, personality traits work across the spectrum of different occupations you you need you need film writers that are not lazy uh because inspector gadget is rife full of that <laughs> yes it is <laughs> yep. bob how are you doing today i'm oh, doing well this is exciting for me because we in pittsburgh we only film so many big named movies every so many years and this was one of them at the time when they were filming this, it, it was big news. And then it actually hit theaters and we kind of slowly backed away from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not surprisingly. Jay, what's up, man? Yeah. I was, have, I was having a good day until I watched this movie about an hour or two ago. <laughs> oh, so yeah, it's fresh. So, yeah. Now my day's ruined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm here. I'm here, so that's fun. Yeah, we're yeah. glad to have you, man. Uh, the movie definitely ruins days. That's all it's ever done. Anybody who says otherwise, I guess we'll get to the uh, YouTube comment and and we'll see. Uh, yeah. But we should just jump right into bad reviews, guys. Unless we have anything else we want to uh, mention. No, not really. No. Okay. Okay, cool. So James Bardinelli of Real Views. We've gone to him before. He gave the movie a 25 on Metacritic. Um, Disney has struck once again, taking a passably entertaining cartoon and turning it into a motion picture so lifeless that it's almost unwatchable. Uh, Nathan Rabin of the AV Club gave it a 20 and said anyone older than eight is likely to find it a ridiculously extravagant exercise in stupidity. Yep. Um, (laughs) this is bottom of the barrel as far as I'm concerned. Uh, it's not, it's too dumb for kids even mm-hmm. i just don't don't understand it um but why don't we throw it to youtube comments to see if someone can give us a different perspective on it okay i only brought one in so brace yourself the 1999 disney movie inspector gadget is by far the best live action inspector gadget film adaptations sure it did started the sequel four years later but the first film, I think, did it the best because that is where the adventure begins, and it shows how a normal person becomes Inspector Gadget. 
Even though it got a 21% on Rotten Tomatoes, it is at least very entertaining on its own. Matthew Broderick is a great Inspector Gadget, and it's his best Disney role yet. You could definitely tell the difference between his performance and the French Stewart's, and he is way over his character. He played not only a great hero, but a great villain as well. Also, the entire cast in the movie is great, including Rupert Everett, who played Dr. Claw, otherwise known as Sanford Skolex. He is a good actor, and he did a great job playing a villain. As with the second movie, you could see it has tons of problems along with a new cast replacing the original cast from the first movie. Unlike Inspector Gadget 2, this movie works so well, it's actually hilarious. Plus, you get a car chase, explosions, robots, a hospital operation, RoboGadget goes on a rampage and destroys the city. The final battle between Inspector Gadget and Robo Gadget and a happy ending. Not only that, this movie has some crime, sci-fi, action, and romance, too. Other than that, I love how funny the movie is. This is a comedy done right to where an animated TV show from 1983 that hasn't got its own live-action adaptation after being off the air for 13 years of being on television for three years. Plus, it's another Inspector Gadget adaptation. That's <laughs> classic. Although there are some kids from the 1980s that saw the TV cartoon series and they think that is way more better than the Matthew Broderick Inspector Gadget movie. You should find time to see them both. They are both worth watching and I can recommend to everyone who loves Inspector Gadget. Rather, if it's in cartoon, animation, or live action. Okay. What's this thing for gunpoint? <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's two things. One. Yeah. Uh, two. I think that was someone on the writing staff because not only did that sound like someone who yeah. has uh, an interest in this movie, but yeah. uh, it sounds like it was written by the same sort of person. <laughs> it's the same kind of intellect. It's my daughter wanting to write a review and me letting her stand on my lap and just bang at my keyboard for an hour. <laughs> I was just going to say, the only, I think Chris cut him off before he had a chance to say, and my mom's coming to tuck me into bed. I have to stop writing yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, uh, did they say the best live action? Yeah. Ever. That that's a bit rage. That's that's a bit rage. That's that's raging there. It's uh, <laughs> there there are there are others that I would go to first, I think. Yeah. Um but you know that YouTube comment actually transitions us to the first test perfectly, and I'll show you why in a second. Okay. Um so let's get into test number one, the worst of its kind. Is this film the best of the worst or the worst of its kind? Okay, so uh, Inspector Gadget 2 with French mm -hmm. Stewart was the first one I picked out. Uh, okay. I wasn't going to because I assumed it was even worse, uh, but yeah. it got a 40 on mm -hmm. Rotten Tomatoes. Georgia the Jungle, which we've done on the pod with Brendan Fraser, got a 55, if you remember. I think we yeah. our jaws dropped when, when we heard that. Yeah. Uh, Dennis the Menace with Walter Matthau. Now, my jaw dropped again when I saw this score got a 27 wow i couldn't believe that with uh yeah. christopher lloyd too he does such a good job i remember it being fun i, I don't want to rewatch it now because i don't want to tarnish that memory <laughs> i want to cry cry some sleep yeah, yeah uh, honestly i i not only do i remember it being good but i watched it not that long ago and it really mm -hmm. doesn't fall off very much i mean christopher lloyd's yeah. um like homeless drifter character is pretty creepy the yeah. story makes sense from start to finish walter Matthau is pretty dynamic mm -hmm. it's a it's a pretty good movie i i don't yeah. know what the i don't know what the deal is uh richie rich with macaulay culkin got a 26 i've never seen that one is it bad yes yeah it's, okay. it's fun if you're it's fun if you're six okay yeah. So unlike Inspector Gadget. Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> uh, Stuart Little with uh, Michael J. Fox got a 67. I haven't seen that one either, but that one's totally yeah, animated. Right. Yeah. Uh, that gives us an average of 43. And Inspector Gadget now has a 20. So that review didn't even ruin the Rotten Tomato score. It has plummeted another 7% since whenever that person uh, wrote it. Okay. So that gives us a negative 23, and it is the worst of its kind. Cool. Uh, so I've already jotted that down. We'll jump right into test number two, the plot pitch. Hey, God, hey, man. hey, what? You want to hear my movie idea? No. Three, two, one, go, sir. Security officer John Brown. We're thinking Matthew Broderick because we don't want him to be likable. Dreams of joining the police off the force. One wonderful night, he gets his chance. He and any true character development are blown to pieces by the evil claw who also gets an origin story in record time. Brown is surgically reconstructed by doctors in a RoboCop fashion, but with useless tools instead of guns. He must now track down the bad guy that he doesn't remember interacting with and deal with his many minions, including a RoboCop construction made to look just like him, but with weapons, but no guns, but with Tommy mm -hmm. guns. In the end, he saves the girl, yes, he has a love interest, and beats the bad guys, and becomes the inspector that he always dreamt of being. Rob, would you make that movie? How much is it going to cost me? You ready for this? Sure, yeah. $90 million. Oh, well, shit. Nothing surprises me anymore. But, um, now, when you say, like, RoboCop, can we make him, like, a really shitty RoboCop? Uh, tremendously shitty. We're going to put, like faucet uh knobs in there we're gonna put uh like mm -hmm. slinkies all okay. sorts of stuff that you never see again we're not sure why it's going in there what what the use would be you know unless he's macgyver as well we don't know what they're what, why they're going in there like that kind of shitty okay so just because i was talking to you guys off air about uh, maybe maybe i didn't talk to you about this off air but the producers with matthew broderick and the whole point of that movie is he was an accountant with a a, a playwright and he said, if we make something that totally fucking bombs, we actually could walk away with more money than if it's successful because we got to pay back our shareholders. So following Matthew Broderick producer's logic, I'm going to make this movie because I don't think we're going to make our money back. OK, so a little Pittsburgh embezzlement. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, shame okay. on you. OK, <laughs> I don't know. I, I grew up with this cartoon and maybe it's just me being putting too much personal into my business, but. I don't like seeing my cartoons ruined by live action, especially mm -hmm. for $90 million. So I am out. It's all you, Rob. Okay. Jay, how about you? Yeah, I'm gone. You've, you've lost me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not make, I'm not making it. <laughs> Get out of my side. Yeah, so, I mean, that, there's that a tiebreaker right there. That would be $30 million between the three of you. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, would need, um, I would need a star grade from you guys as well. Two five. No, I liked it. It was three. I like. It was a good, good, good pitch. Oh, thank you. Okay, three as well. Three as well. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that's going to be like what a two eight or something, something in that realm. Two point eight three. Two eight three. Thank you. Good to have a mathematician on the squad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go with uh, test number three. The worst dialogue. Uh, after the bumper. 
worst movie ever made presents the worst dialogue ever made. Okay, boys, I hope you're all ready for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, <I'm not. laughs> I, did, I did my best. This is two weeks okay. in a row uh, where I felt like I couldn't. There's no way that I did the best job possible because I just can't pull <laughs> one line from another. I don't know what's worse than yeah. what. And uh, so we're just going to go for it. Starting okay. with number 10, this is Claw, who is, um, I don't remember the actor's name, but I actually don't think he was too bad. Rupert uh, Everett. Rupert Everett, thank you. Uh, here is a, here's a line um, right in the beginning, and it doesn't bother me so much, but I have a couple of um, questions. So he says, as he's being chased by um, John Brown, the, the security officer, he says, oh, no, we're being chased by the hatchback squad. And then yeah. Sykes says back, hey, I have a hatchback. So are hatchbacks a sign of being a dork in the, what was this, early 2000s? I think they always have been because I have a hatchback and I'm ashamed of it. Um, <laughs> it's because like we have, we have the car seats in the back and I'm driving with like my knees up to my chest just like that the whole time. So I could, I could see why that would be a thing. Okay. I have another question, though. Um, sure. He's being chased by the hatchback squad. Isn't it? Is, isn't the rule that a squad must consist of more than one person? I think even more than two or three. I think a squad's like in the several range. If I had to, guess. right? So, you know how sometimes we replace the line. I like. I like hatchback hero. Oh no, yeah. we're being chased by the hatchback hero. Yeah. Uh, like number it. nine. Yeah. Uh, number nine. This is Gadget Mobile. You have to wear okay. a seatbelt. It's a Disney movie. And this is going to bring up the very many self referential comments made by mostly Gadget Mobile. Um, yeah. But what do you guys think of breaking the fourth wall, as they say? Um, I don't, I'm okay with it. I, I know Nickelodeon had a huge thing about it. Um, you know the show, The Angry Beavers? They, um, mm-hmm. The reason that show suddenly went off the air is because they were going to do a series finale, but the series finale was scripted as like Nor- Norbert and Daggett knew they were going to be canceled and they had to stop the show. And because there was a four- there's a fourth wall clause in their contract and they didn't they didn't want to like um, compromise their artistic vision. So they just never aired the final episode and they stopped they stopped playing it. So yeah. I was like, I'm a fan of it, but I can see why for kids you shouldn't mess with it because like you're, you're kind of like you're, you're putting them in a world that's like a fantasy. And then you're letting them know it's all fake. Right. Yeah. yeah. When a kid's movie goes for the adult hook, I don't think this is the way to do it. I think because that, yeah. that messes with the kid's sensibilities. I, I agree. Yeah. Uh, number right. eight. Go, go ahead, Jay. I was going to say, like, like I'm going to bring in, like, you know, a totally different movie here. Deadpool, you know, known for his fourth yeah. wall breaking. <laughs> But it's for adults. They can get it. They know what they know what the, yeah. whole, like, the whole difference is. But use that use that fourth wall breaking for kids. It breaks the you know the fantasy sort of thing. Yeah, I think I think that we're makes all, sense. Yeah, yeah, I think we all agree. That's a, that's a a good pull. Uh, pull pool is a good pull because uh, that is fourth wall breaking. That makes sense, mm-hmm. and it's it's kind of funny that he's like so psychotic that yeah. you can tell he's in a movie. Um, yeah. but yeah, I agree that it's not for kids. Uh, number eight, you remember, this is also in the beginning. Um, the old lady security 
um, member. I've seen mm-hmm. her. Does anyone know what else she's in? Because it was bothering me, and I didn't bother to IMDb it, but I I've done. seen her face uh, times before. Security. What, what scene? Right in the beginning, when John Brown, um, like, comes in, oh. and he, he he's like, I'm going to try to pass the police Wait. test or whatever, and she makes fun of him. No, I don't recognize her at all, actually. I've seen her. Um, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, I've watched a lot of shitty movies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Um, All right, so she says, we have an intruder on the premises in a black van, and the gadget says, where? And she goes, try the big hole in the wall. Now, this is so bad because the van literally just sped by gadget at like 70 miles an hour, and he told them to slow down. Yeah. And then turns around and doesn't know what she's talking about. Black van. Yeah. Yeah. Totally incongruent. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to our first clip of the day. This one's called Hands. Hands coming right up. I don't have a clip called Hands. Give me one second. That's the that's the one I just had you shove in there, Rob. Oh, I called that claw thing. My bad. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, too bad. Hook is taken, huh? How about the Captain Claw? Oh. No, 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 no. Or Santa Claus. Just call. One word. Like Madonna. Well, <clears throat> anywho, Captain Sir Cl- Mr. Claw, uh, I know how much you like to maintain an active lifestyle, so I have managed to um, design a few interchangeable options. Okay. Oh, very clever, Kramer. Oh, very clever. Very clever indeed. Well, uh, first we have the opera hand. And I know how much you enjoy Japanese food, so I made you a sushi hand. See there? Tasty. Also, I don't remember if uh, you enjoyed that medieval fare, but Kramer, that's enough. Andy Dick carried that scene. I'm not going to say anything otherwise. Uh, he dude he's not bad he's not bad he's one of the i'd say he's top three as far as this movie's (laughs) concerned um i i'll maybe i'll surprise you later but when we get into uh, test number four i'm actually going to mention i already mentioned that i didn't think the guy who plays claw is too bad uh other than Mm. when he gets gets really over over the top at the end yeah (laughs) but there is a um another person it go ahead and think about it maybe you can guess uh but we'll get into that later Number six, gadget to Brenda. She says, I bought, uh, or he says, I borrowed a book from your dad, Power Learning Through Speed Study. It took me forever to get through it. Yeah. Tried. They really tried. Yeah. 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 Anyway. They they needed a comedy writer. I don't think that they, they should have just like pulled Chappelle or something and then really... Like only taking the most timid of his jokes or something, you know? That That's the thing is like this movie is only like an hour and 20 mi- minutes, hour, 18 minutes, something like, something that. like that. So Something went terribly wrong with this film because, you know, there's, there's they definitely shot way more than that. And they they had to have had people at some point trying to punch it up at least a little bit at some point. So like, I don't know why it fell so flat and why it was so short, because that's where all the incongruities come from, too, is because like... They're they're missing scenes, I think. I don't know. This whole movie pisses me off. 
that very well could be. Um, all right, number five, Brenda says uh, about Gadget when they find him in the trash heap. It's a miracle. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need the chip. And then Penny, his uh, niece, says, it's my Uncle John. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I had to go back and make sure that Brenda had something, like had said something that makes sense for Penny to follow with that. Yeah. So she says, it's a miracle. And then Penny says, it's my Uncle John. But that didn't, I didn't catch it like right away. And yeah. it sounded really bad. And it does actually make sense. Yeah. Um, but beyond that, it would actually be a literal miracle, right? Because isn't the chip mm-hmm. his power source? Yeah. 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 It is, except at the beginning they said, as long as you have a, a good heart and you don't need the chip, it's bullshit yeah. either way. Like, faster than the speed of love. One of those things. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, number four, Brenda. She says, this is bad. Come on, Penny. We've got to find him. There's something rotten in Rivet- Riverton. That's a Hamlet reference. Is it? There's something rotten in Denmark, yeah. Okay, all right, so maybe it shouldn't be number four. To me, that was completely out of left. It is. <laughs> it, I mean, the fact that it's a reference doesn't mean it's good. It doesn't belong there. Yeah. Can't throw can't throw a Hamlet into a kids movie for God. It's like putting a yeah. Godfather reference in a kids movie. Yeah, <laughs> you, you you can't put Hamlet in a Chris movie. Yeah. So they uh, they they were not considering me and 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 my uh, lack of Brit lit knowledge. Apparently, um, you're better off without it. Don't worry. <laughs> Uh, I actually didn't hate Brit Lit in, uh, in, I, I went to uh community college, like down the road and I yeah. took literature and I didn't hate it. I thought the green Knight was pretty good. The Victorian shit gets really funny because they're all yeah. like sexually starved, like <laughs> bourgeoisies that are just like <laughs> huffing on bath salts or whatever. I don't fucking. <laughs> all right, guys, uh, you ready for our next clip? Yes. Oh yeah. Let's do uh, Cyber Freak. Oh, wonderful. It's a thing of beauty, Quimby. Future of law enforcement reborn before our very eyes. Yeah, Columbo, Nintendo, all rolled into one. They'll make you obsolete. No overtime, no hazard pay, no blue flu. (laughs) And he won't call me Evil Gidget behind my back. Oh, by the way, what do we have in the Artemis Bradford murder, hmm? Well, we got a limo with no license, and we got some scrap metal from uh, whatever it was that broke into the lab. Do we at least know what was stolen? According to Dr. Bradford, a robotic foot. Robotic foot. A robotic foot? What kind of a cyber freak are we dealing with? I hate her. I really went back and forth on that, whether I should throw it into worst acting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it belongs in both, probably. Uh, most likely. Um, I'm just shooting Jay a message. If you guys uh, have anything else to say on that, I'm just going to see if he's all right over there. Jay, you good? No, I'm just saving my comments on for acting. Yeah, she, she's she's pretty rough. Um, honestly, she has such a small cameo, though, that mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure. We'll see. I'm not sure if she even shows up. I did right. hate her, too, but she needed to be somewhere. 
and the whole, um, you know, what did she, what did she, um, uh, his laptop crash. <laughs> okay. That's cool. I'm we'll trying to get back on yeah. um, We'll keep going and he can hop back in when he's, whenever he's ready. What, what did she say that the chief calls her behind her back? Like little Gidget or evil Gidget, evil Gidget. And that's, I've never heard Gidget before. Is that? That is a reference to a 1960s sitcom that no kid would ever know. Honestly, yeah. I barely knew it, and I watched Inspector Gadget as a kid, and, <laughs> and I'm, the, I'm the primary audience as an adult for this, and I still barely knew it. Yeah. Did you? Um, I didn't bother to look up, but I think the chief also makes an English patient reference. Oh, really? Yeah, because yeah. when... Um, when John Brown is becoming Inspector Gadget, he's in a full body cast. Okay. And um, the the chief is like, "Oh, you're looking better than um, uh, the English patient over there, or whatever." And yeah. I didn't get that either, but I didn't bother to to uh, you know throw that up there. So I think the English right. patient was only a few years before this movie, so that's a a topical reference for a kids movie. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I assume it wasn't a uh, a kids movie, right? The English face in itself was not a... not even close. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I've never seen it. I don't know what it's about, but if it's a full body that, cast, that's someone with Ray Fiennes, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I like Ray Fiennes, but uh, number two, uh, this is this is Gadget as he's being pulled behind a car, right? Yeah. He's like, go, go, gadget skis. Go, go, gadget water. Go, go, gadget mommy. (laughs) (laughs) That one, (laughs) that one made me lean forward in pain. (laughs) Yeah. It was bad. It was awful. It's a sign of bad writing when you're going to tropey, cliche line uh, and line delivery. Okay. Yeah. They, they they tried too hard for the cartoon hook and it just didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh let's go to our last clip and the uh number one worst line of uh dialogue or exchange here. Uh why don't we get a, a shoot? junk science. All right. Junk science, let's do it. Oh. Gadget. Oh, Hello, Brenda. Are you breathing? I think so. How's your central molecular equilibrator feeling? Feels pretty good. And how's your autoaxle lubricator functioning? It's functioning fully. What is it? Is my occipital piston slipping? No. I just never realized what beautiful brown eyes you have. Wonderful. Yeah, it's a little creepy. A little creepy. (laughs) Is it this one or is it the second one where he makes up with one of the, the, uh, the female love interests? 
and like the fireworks come out of his hat. There's one or the other one. Uh, the, he has fireworks come out of his foot at the end. Oh, okay, it must be his foot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're gonna have a whole conversation about uh, the romantic yeah. uh, interests yep. and and what that entails a little late. <laughs> but um, I I think it's a little creepy that so for me when she mentions uh, that he's beautiful brown eyes I thought. They want us to feel like that's romantic because that's all he really has left that are like unadulterated, non-robotic, equipped piece of him. Yeah, (laughs) either that or he has two buttholes. (laughs) I I didn't even think about what you said, Chris. That's so funny. Yeah, I didn't think of that either. I just want to make the butt joke. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, like uh, Steven Seagal and the one on the back of his head. I've got two holes in the front of my head. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's gross. But also, obviously, you know, I hate junk science. So this had to be number one for me. Uh, I had a through line that I thought was pretty interesting. I think, Rob, correct me if I was if I'm wrong. uh, I don't know if you you other boys had heard the Wild Wild West episode we did. That was season one, was it? Yeah, like episode six. So, yeah, I think it was six or seven. And uh, so I'm thinking of Gadget, this whole movie, like Dr. Loveless. Mm-hmm. Piece back together. And he, he's supposed to have like this um, weaponry at his disposal coming out of places you wouldn't yeah. expect. Um, and uh, oddly, it came to my attention that Brenda Bradford's father's name was Artemis, which is... Um, Oh. Kevin Klein's name in the uh, Wild Wild West movie, and he's the gadgeteer, uh, making his own inventions and things. How about that, yeah, yeah. So pretty weird. Another terrible movie. Just thought that was interesting. Uh, do you guys want to yeah. move on to test number four? Yeah, let's do uh, it. Yeah, cool. Uh, it's called the worst acting. Take it away, Rob. <laughs> Test number four, the worst acting. Naturally, we'd use the Catwoman thing for this one. Yeah. Uh, let's jump into some clips. Uh, we've got one here, and then I'm going to just talk about a couple things before we hop back in. So this one's called The Foot. Hmm. It's weird. What, what were you thinking about? I was thinking about how much you remind me of your mother. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a second. That's it. It's animated by will, not by thought. By your heart, not your head. <laughs> Come on, try it again. Do it again. Uh, Bob, do you know the actress's name? Go ahead, Jack. Jesus, thing. It. I. I was wondering, Bob, if you know the actress's name. I do not know the actress's name. No. Um, do you guys feel like she, I, I don't think she's very good. Um, mm-hmm. but I feel like this is another one of those situations where they're really, um, 
their performance is dampened by the poor dialogue that they're supposed yeah. to perform on screen. I think mm-hmm. the the part where she's like, it it's with Will, not with your, uh, you know, not whatever motivations, whatever. And then she's like, your heart, not your head. It's so yeah. like it's so like what a middle schooler would write at their like their graduation ceremony if they were to speak in front of the whole school. <laughs> Did you like Robo Brenda? Okay. All right. That's a good good point. Brenda <laughs> <laughs> uh, had more emotion than normal Brenda. That's true. She definitely had more more sass, some more vinegar. <laughs> That's a good point. Um I, I, more, than, yeah. more than Wanda last week. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. for sure. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Listen, I'm not uh, on the attack of the uh, actresses. Just in general, if it's, I, I know that the last couple uh, go rounds, I've been very hard on the actresses, but it, it really has yeah. nothing to do with the fact that they're female. I swear to God. <laughs> maybe it's just. Maybe it's just that the. Um... You don't get as many good names from the fairer sex in these kind of movies because they're like, I don't want to do this. Whereas guys are just like, well, fuck it, I'll do it. So, I mean, <laughs> if you're talking like just by raw numbers, I think there are less well-known or well-respected um, female actors in these kind of movies. Fair. It's a good point. It, it, no, it is a good point. I think it's actually... I might, I might go as far as to call that a fact because usually... Yeah. Usually you do know the lead actor and that's the linchpin of the movie. And then they hire yeah. somebody who's trying to get their career off the ground. Yeah. Um, and then they crash and burn because you just don't see this uh, female actress in a whole lot of other things. Yeah. Or at least I haven't. Which is different from the comedic actress because the comedic actress would be Sherry O'Terry who played the mayor. And she yeah. played a cartoonish comedic part fairly well. Yeah. Yes. I can give her that. She was aggravating, but she did the job they wanted. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Broderick, his acting post surgery. I, mm-hmm. I, I didn't, I didn't pull any clips from that because there wasn't a whole lot of dialogue. But like when his head goes through the ceiling and he lands on Brenda, yeah. and he has to act like he's like super robotic because he doesn't understand his body yet. Yeah. Was. Horrible, horrible. Yeah, just Great. thought I'd bring that in. Um, okay, here's uh, Jay. Uh, why don't you start off with? Uh, do you do you have a guess for who I think was actually good in this movie? Uh, a smaller role. There's your hand. A smaller role, but actually pretty pretty good. Um, the dog who played Brian. <laughs> <laughs> good answer. Uh, yes. Uh, I yeah. will. I will. I will say yes, but that's not specifically who I was thinking of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> although I, I thought he delivered dialogue at the end of the movie better than better than most. Um, yeah. Any, anybody want to throw something a guess out there? Who who I who I thought maybe you guys will agree. Uh, smaller role was actually and, pretty damn good. Andy who? Dick. Andy Dick. Well, I I did agree with you earlier, but that's not who yeah. I'm thinking of. Okay. Uh, the police chief, Abney Coleman. Yes. Yes. The, I thought the police chief was very good. Uh, I I didn't I didn't. It, it was it was really one scene for me that pushed him over. You know when Broderick uh, when excuse me when Brown when Gadget 
goes into the chief's office to demand a more uh, important job with the police force because he's been saving yeah. kittens and shit like that. The yeah. police chief is actually so good at like turning him down and turning him away that I, I was actually really surprised. I figured that yeah. th- that made me wonder if this guy was like, you know, one of those like legendary actors just took like a paycheck now because he's, he just doesn't, you know, need it anymore. Yeah. So he just took the, the money. Yeah. I, I didn't really look into it. Um, oh, Dabney well, Coleman is a fantastic comedic actor. Okay. Thank you. Um, I, yeah, I, I recommend you all watch short time with him. Okay. Short time. Okay. Um, yeah, I thought he was. What, did you guys remember the scene I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah, when he when yeah. he's saying you're just a P, you're just a PR stunt for the police department, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was good, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. It was. It reminded me of um, like it was, it was the, the same like delivery. Yeah, it was like the same delivery from the first Spider-Man. Um, the fucking who's the cigar news guy with like the flat top. Oh, yeah. telling James and it's, it's JK. Sim. Yeah, just yeah, same yeah. kind of yeah, like yeah. telling him, get more pictures, get more pictures. This is all you're good for. Blah 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 blah. Like my ass, the matter's all over my ass. Like that whole thing. Yeah, kind of remind me of that. Well, that's a compliment if you're comparing him to JK Simmons. Yeah, that guy's good. All right. Um, so why don't we hop into our next clip called uh, The Heart? No, Uncle John, wake up. Chip is gone. It is neat, Chip. It's got the heart. Do it all by himself. I just noticed a theme with the clip titles. Um, yes, there is a um, theme. Yeah, but uh, it's like it reminds me of uh, when James Hetfield's naming off body parts, and Lars is like, "This sounds like some kind of monster." And then they, they named the whole song <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gross. That's all I nice had to ref. say. Nice reference. Uh, yeah. Yes, I when I could, I, I went with it. The titles are all um, body parts because it's gadget. Yeah. And, you know, just, I anyway. got you. Yeah, good call, man. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, th- I thought that that was uh, pretty poorly delivered on both Penny and Brenda's part there. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, so did I agree. Penny say the NSA chip. I think I so. I think she did, and I. Why though? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Inspector Gadget Three, he's working for the NSA now. Yeah. <laughs> he's just reading tweets all day. <laughs> he's, he's just rescuing cats, but for the NSA. <laughs> all right. Um. Uh, two more clips. This one's called sure. They Were Wrong, because this doesn't have anything to do with body parts. Okay. Gadget here. Oh. It's about Brenda, partner. Yeah? Skolek is taking her to the roof. I'd save her, but I can't fit in the elevator. I'm on my way. You know what they say about nice guys finishing last? Huh? Well, they were wrong. Go, go, Gadget. Oil slick. I think it's impossible to have any sense of uh, heroics 
if you're trying yeah. to also be a comedy actor. Like, I think you need to break that down yeah. and and don't, like, crust yourself in the comedy and actually deliver the hero line like a hero. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. otherwise, I think it's too diluted and it sounds like shit like that just did. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, all right, so let's... Uh, Brenda and... Um, and Gadget are going to share the last one in a big head. Okay. Go, go, Gadget Airbrakes! Go, go, Gadget Airplane! I don't want to go, go anymore! Didn't you read the manual? Try something else! Go, go, Gadget Flinger! Go, go, Gadget Bloom! Go, go, Gadget Parachute! Go, go, Gadget Giant Trampoline! Go, go, Gadget Circus Net! Go, go, Gadget Featherbed! Go, go, Gadget Haywagon! Go, go, Gadget Bubble Wrap! Go, go, Gadget Parasail! You know, arrogance can sneak up on you, and I will both... no, big head! Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's this, like... So, have any of you watched Warehouse 13? No. Like, no, I haven't. Show? Okay, no. so... Okay, so, like, in the first, like, few seasons, right, like, the main characters, like, one of them's like, oh, how do I do this? And the other character's like, oh... Didn't you read the manual for it? And that's like the whole like mm-hmm. main character, like the main season. This this reminded me of that. <laughs> like just yeah. bring up like, oh, didn't you read the manual? Yes. Okay, Jay. Thank you for that because why don't this was going to be a this was going to be a catch all conversation, uh, just an open dialogue. Mm-hmm. Why don't we just have it now and get it out of the way? Um, okay. It maybe is my biggest catch all too, and um, is Brenda. Brilliant, or is she inept? Inept. <laughs> totally inept. Okay, totally, because, hopelessly, ruthlessly inept. <laughs> because the reason I ask, and uh, Jay, like, you're, 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 I, th- I feel like we're on the same page. Uh, we know John Brown, it, by his introduction, is an idiot, right? He's like a really, yeah. he's a good-hearted idiot um, who's doing the right thing, and you love him, and you expect him to do the smart thing at the end which never mm-hmm. really happens. He just gets lucky. Right there, uh, an umbrella pops out. But the problem is, with this movie, is he is constantly... Um, he is... It, it, it's one of the features that you have to say, go, go, gadget, whatever. Yeah. Um, he uses a thumb lighter. He uses a finger pen. He uses a pinky cell phone. He uses all this shit without saying, go, go. The umbrella uh, was after he said parakeet, parachute, paraglider... I think, and an umbrella pops out. He didn't go-go any of those, and he never said umbrella. He no, said he parasol. Parasol, okay. Even worse. Um, Which so, is an umbrella. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I, th- I think I'm thinking of barbersol. I was thinking of shaving. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, oh, but- so, so even better, but he didn't say go-go, and, and my point is, all of that, I mean to wrap it up, Brenda, um, there are so many kinks in, in his hardware where he um, doesn't say go-go, or he says, say, go-go gadget oil slick, which he wouldn't just throw out there, he must have read that in the manual, Yeah. but um, toothpaste comes out instead, for instance. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and repeatedly, because he uses it again against the bad um, Inspector Gadget, he yep. actually says "Go Go Gadget Oil Slick" because he knows he knows toothpaste will come out. Yeah, is exactly. it Brenda's? Is Brenda just like really like high on LSD while she's building? Like maybe she's brilliant, but also like just completely gone in the clouds as she's building. Well, well I'll give you my my defense slash offensive uh to brenda brenda is an engineer i don't know if you've ever worked with engineers before but mechanical engineers are brilliant and space cadets at the same time they Mm -hmm. can't they can't they can't invent the entire device on their own they they deal with the technical stuff and then someone else deals with the practical stuff and then it it creates something wonderful she's only the technical stuff so i feel like that's the that trends yeah, her profession. Okay, made, so made me upset, but but because it's it it works. That's regular research and development. Like yeah, that's that's spot on. Like you, like Steve Jobs wasn't. Steve Jobs had the vision, but like a million engineers underneath him, like designed the iPhone. Uh, if Steve Jobs went into the lab, it just he'd have like a hammer and a rock and like a light bright and hope something happens. You know, if you hammer a rock enough, you make an apple. Yes. He'd have a working touchscreen with no actual apps. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, Rob, why don't we throw it to this whole ad ordeal that's going on now? Yeah, um, they sent me a movie trailer, so let's see what's up with that. God. Sort of the worst movie ever made is brought to you by Man Without Love, an action-packed Engelbert Humperdinck exclusive. Humper is two days from retirement, but minutes away from danger. The heist of a lifetime, a briefing at the Ramada Inn, a locked briefcase with undisclosed contents, a dangerous drop-off, self-destructing mixtapes, walker chases, lesbian seagulls, multiple fingers of brown liquid, multiple fingers doing other things. So many fingers. This August, brace yourself for a hundred million dollar soiree with the world's most darling middle-of-the-road ballad singer in his silver screen debut. Engelbert Humperdinck is Man Without Love. Rated NC-17 for reasons. So, I can't wait to see that one. So many fingers. (laughs) Can't wait to see that one. The girl Humper. I had an Engelbert Humperdinck single 45 record as a child. Just so you know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah my my grandpa my grandpa uh listened to engelbert uh engelbert Humber, yeah. humperdinck yeah i uh i remember seeing he had a he had a big like um case that held like 200 cds and i would yeah. just like i would just read them all to see if there was anything in yeah. there that i liked because my grandfather was eclectic with his music selection and i remember reading his name for the first time and i read it like 20 times because i was like there's no way that's you know what me the best thing about Engelbert Humperdinck, you, you want to hear this? Yes. That's his stage name. Wow. So yeah. he chose to be Engelbert Humperdinck. I can't, dude, I can't even say it to this day. Yeah, Engelbert Humperdinck. I'm pulling it up right now. Um, Engelbert Humperdinck. His real name is John Steve. Arnold George Dorsey, known professionally as Engelbert Humperdinck. That's so weird. 
He picked that. He he, he thought it up. <laughs> he Neither it. are acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This just, just, just brings me back to Electra. Fuck the recorded Electra <laughs> and all the names at the end. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't you worry. I've got bad credit names coming at you this time. As oh. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, we got to throw it to our new uh, little game show we've got going on. Bob Hasick's uh, Fact or No Fact. Why don't we hit that bumper? The Worst Movie Ever Made presents Fact or No Fact. Okay, everybody. We are at Fact or No Fact, Pittsburgh Film Edition. Nice. We have a, we have a film that was filmed in Pittsburgh. That would be uh, Inspector Gadget. So I have five bits of information that are 80% fiction and 20% factual. And you guys have to figure out which the 20% is. And we have three contestants this week. Okay. So we have uh, Chris, Jay, and, and Rob. So let's see. Let's go right to it. Okay, the first fact or no fact. Though filming took place in Pittsburgh, none of the leading characters actually traveled to Pittsburgh using green screen technology to put them in the scenes. That's number one. Okay. Second one, a, a, an exact replica of Claw's headquarters was built in Los Angeles to film all the close-ups of the roof of the building. Okay, the third one. One of the largest budget items filming in Pittsburgh was the closing of a bridge to film the gadget versus gadget fight scene. Okay. Uh, Here's a good one. Dabney Coleman, your favorite, the police chief, is Mm. actually actually from Pittsburgh. He's a Pittsburgh native and took the entire crew to his favorite restaurant when filming wrapped in Pittsburgh. And the last one. Andy Dick, my favorite, was overheard calling Pittsburgh an armpit of a city, creating a local news actor to refer to him as the aptly named Andy Dick when reporting the story. Wow, these are really good. So Um, we have uh, leading characters not being here. Uh, Second is uh, Claw's headquarters, close-ups were filmed in L.A., the third was the uh, bridge was the largest budget of the entire movie. Uh, Dabney Coleman took everyone to his favorite restaurant, and Andy Dick uh, was referred to as the aptly named Andy Dick. I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the Andy Dick because like, I I've, I followed enough of his career to like that seems like it would track because he he kind of makes a, an ass of himself. He's always fucked up. He says stupid shit, and people get mad at him. It's so. one of my it's one of my three favorites. Um, I'm thinking the no travel. I feel like Roderick at this point was just happy to be in a movie and the girls trying to get a start. Um, so for them to not travel to Pittsburgh, I feel like is a little bit of a stretch. I don't think they closed the bridge because it didn't look like they were on any major bridge at actually like an, any real point. Um, like you could have shot the um, shopping cart on a bridge scene on a bridge the same size as like Jackass two or whatever, whichever yeah. one that was where they did that <laughs> stuff. Um, and obviously it's CGI when they're on the top of the bridge. So I don't feel like they, they closed the bridge. I'm actually, I actually really like the headquarters one. Um, 
because I, I'm pro- I'm thinking there's probably not actually a building that looks just like that because it's a little too evil. Um, like nobody's gonna want to look that unappealing. Um, but I don't know enough about Coleman, and I don't know if he's from Pittsburgh. And he seems like a nice guy. He's a comedy actor, so he's probably pretty cool. Maybe he took people to get uh, steak and cheeses or something. I don't know what you get in Pittsburgh. Um, <laughs> And I believe that it could be aptly named Andy Dick. That's pretty plausible. So I'm I'm going to go with the headquarters recreation in L.A. because that's what I'm leaning. Jay, how about you? Yeah, I'm going to do the same. Andy Dick and the headquarters being mm. actual. Okay. Rest being, well, BS. <laughs> okay, so the only two I completely made up uh, Dabney Coleman was not from Pittsburgh. I made that yes. entire thing up. Okay, cool. I made that whole thing up. Uh, Andy Dick made that whole thing up because uh, I, thought, uh, I thought... <laughs> Okay. That was good. That was good, though. That was good. That okay. was really good. Okay. Uh, of my fault, there were three of them I totally made up. The third one was the, the actors all were in Pittsburgh. Um, well, at least most of them were, anyway. Okay, so the first one, no travel, is also right. a fraud. Oh my it's god, still alive. It's also a fraud. So the bridge was actually closed. It was a, it was an actual bridge that was closed <laughs> in Pittsburgh. However, Pittsburgh comped that entire thing, so it cost the filming production absolutely nothing. Wow. Oh my god. So the headquarters is real. Headquarters is real. So the headquarters was a real building, but th- because they couldn't film on top of it, they had to re- build a replica in L.A. So I was half right. The building does exist. Okay. I wasn't fully listening. But you didn't get that off of IMDb, did you, Bob? I did not. <laughs> <laughs> Three in a row. And obviously I didn't cheat this time. All right. Okay, so, uh, you're in trouble. Right. You're in trouble. Five more and you're watching Spawn Half Speed. <laughs> Um, Castle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a lot of fun though those were tough those were really oh, yeah. tough my, my entire intention is to, to impress the writer on our staff because he he, he writes some really amazing stuff and I, I, I do what I can to uh, <laughs> to, to, to do what I can to, to impress the writer <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, got, you got us yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, the the half the half writer and me and the half writer and Rob are uh, applauding you. <laughs> All uh, right, good job, everybody. Yeah, let's move on to test number five. Uh, the most offensive. Then we're gonna do the little mini game that I had uh, uh, mentioned beforehand, off air, uh, right. which is super fun. We'll do the shit coin. We'll do the catch all. We'll do our couple alternate ending and uh, worst production. We will do Brad credit names for you, Jay, just for you. Yes. And then, <laughs> right, and then we'll get into the movie. And we'll get out of here. Uh, okay, so test number five, the most offensive. Damn it! I am tired of being Santa Claus. You get your together and you get your ass in a damn car. All right, number one. Uh, I mentioned this before, so I'll just say it real quick. Uh, if you have anything to add, go ahead. Children are not dumb enough for this movie. Nope. Uh, number two, 
this one to me is pretty bad. They got no consent whatsoever to turn this man into a machine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was one of my first thoughts was like, they, he's got to sign some sort of pain waiver or some, some legal document. To Obviously. Yes. That. Rob totally agreed. Um, because with RoboCop, he was going to die otherwise, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah. If, if John Brown had, um, I don't have the notes with me, but 44 fractures, um, a major concussion and extensive internal damage, I think was the yeah. doctor's report. Um, yeah. He was going to survive and be heavily, probably, I don't know, crippled. I, that's yeah. kind of a, that's kind of a, um, a passe. Is that, you know, you're not supposed to really say crippled at this point, I don't think. Yeah. But um, anyway, the guru ball joke with yeah. the high pitched voice, uh, we haven't mentioned that little segment yet. I, I found that heavily offensive um, just because who the fuck finds that funny? The same people that want to watch, like, don't mess with the Zohan or the, um, <laughs> what, not the, um, the love guru with uh, Mike Myers. Yes. One of those, like, you, you want to see it because, Uh-oh. I mean, yeah. the Happy Mask movie. favorite movie, yeah. the love guru. You know, the Happy Mask movie's like, oh, okay. Well, that's better. It's still not good, Jay. You go into those movies knowing they're not going to be that great, but like, I think this movie was trying to be that, but funnier and yeah, well, not joke. The, the typical adult saw that joke coming a mile away, and if the kid didn't, the kid shouldn't. It's a dick joke. I don't, I don't, yeah. A ball yeah. joke, okay. right? So it was funny to no one. Um, why no, no, is the kids will try that at school the next day? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The one kid with the beard had so many like ball tugs that day. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's my next one. It's not as important, but why is Skolex <laughs> smoking a cigar in the department ball? Um, and also, why is he even there? That's a very good point. I forgot about that. I, I mean, I, I was wondering why Brenda was there, and then Skolex comes in. And he's smoking yeah. a cigar in the middle of the, the dance floor. And I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Like, why isn't, why isn't he being escorted out? Like, why is he there? Yeah. Um, all right, I've got it's two more. 99. Smoking was still allowed in a lot of places. Okay, that's fair. That's a good point. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is the worst one, maybe. <clears throat> I'm going to go. All right, so I'm going to save it for last. I have two more, uh, starting with a running Japanese man Godzilla joke. Yeah. Yeah. Not, oh, yeah. not great. Um, and here's my worst one, and then I'll ask you guys for mentions if you have any. But making a sentient fuck doll of your employee. <laughs> <laughs> sentient fuck doll. <laughs> uh, that's going in the write-up. <laughs> you know, uh, Brenda is there to please. I guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad. Yes, for sure. I, um, I mean, man, the way she was looking, he, he yeah. just has to know. <laughs> she yeah. is uh, dressed to impress, for sure. Yep. No, rumor has it that they made the Godzilla reference primarily because Matthew Broderick was in the Godzilla reboot like a couple years earlier. In 97, oh. yeah. Okay, I, I didn't even make that connection. That's that's Me either until Bob just said part. it. 
Yeah. I still don't, I still don't think that was intentional. I think like they said, Oh, that's a thing. I think that was literally just something that writers thought of. I don't yeah. think that was, yes. a, I think that was really uh, offensive. Yes. You know what reminds me of? What? So like, when in like in like court and stuff like that, hey, have someone like typing down every single word that someone says. So it's like, oh yeah, like in the writing studio, oh yeah, let's let's like we're not going to actually use this idea. We're just going to think of it, and they say and hit. Is someone like typing it down? Ready to use it for the movie? <laughs> yeah. Whoops. We we sent off the mistake script. <laughs> they 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 put it in as filler as like an edit later, and then they just never edited it. It feels that way. Uh, do you guys have mentions or do you want to jump into the mini game I have on offer? One quick one. And there's no yeah. elegant way to say this, but like, does the talking Cadillac have to be like a sassy black dude? Yes, apparently. No, I, I totally agree. It, it, it wasn't. Yeah, oh. there was something about it that didn't quite feel right. It's like you a voice, it voice actor he's, looking for work, and they're like, "We need, we need, a, we need a sassy black guy. Let's typecast him." And he's like, "I, I want to do like dramas and shit." But is he the, the only black actor. character? Um, I don't think it was the only. I, I, I don't, I don't see color, Chris. So I. I <laughs> <laughs> no, Rob. Bad, 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 bad. Back that off. This is twice. This is twice <laughs> that Rob has hit me with the race card. <laughs> He has he, season one. He did this shit to me, and I was scared. And now we have like three times as many listeners. Yeah, guys, I'll, I'll, I don't I'll see color that. either. I'm not. I don't hate women. <laughs> I, I, I do see color. We'll come into place. I do see color, and he was the only primary black character. So that, that that's a fact. And I read I online color. in searching for my facts. I read that. Many, many actors were auditioned for many, many parts, and D.L. Hughley, who played the Cadillac, was yes. the last, pretty much the last person they asked, and he said yes. Wow, really? <laughs> I thought – it's funny because I thought he had a good voice. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, he does have a good voice. He's a great voice actor, but it's just like yeah. – I just feel like the people in the writers were like, we need that to do this. And <laughs> That's, that you didn't know. sound good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, exactly. He's right, though. <laughs> yes, he is. Uh, all right. Uh, unless you guys have any other mentions, I'm going to uh, toss this into our little mini game. Okay. Um, so uh, that's a lie because I, what I need to do first is ask you guys if you thought the dialogue was worse for this or Spawn. Spawn. I agree. Spawn. Yeah, I'm going to go go with the majority on this one. I, Bob, you you had mentioned how bad the dialogue was uh, for <clears throat> Gadget, and I really was afraid you were going to go Gadget. Um, you were going to go go Gadget, but you did the right thing and you went Spawn. Um, Jay, have you seen Spawn? Yeah, 97? yeah, with that um, Michael J. White. Yes, and the actor. Yeah, yes. I hate that movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, do so we. can I can I mark you down for dialogue? Yes, yes. Okay, then it's unanimous spawn. Dialogue from start to finish. Yeah, <laughs> it's horrendous. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think now because we got to do acting as well. Um, I like Coleman a lot, as I had said. I thought Andy Dick was pretty good. Um, and I felt like there was one other actor that I thought it did. Uh, the the mayor does an okay job. 
Um, I don't feel like uh, what is, Michelle Trachtenberg is that bad for mm-hmm. is that her first name, Michelle? Um, I think so. She plays that character uh, on Nickelodeon, very famous. Anyway, I don't feel like she was that bad for her age. Um, I, I'm going Spawn for acting as well. Same. Um, oh, I totally. Think, I think, yeah. I think Inspector okay. Gadget was a bunch of decent actors trying to make something unwatchable watchable, whereas Spawn was like, Spawn could have been really good, and it just wasn't in any measure. No, yes. I as soon as Inspector Gadget started, every time they introduced an actor, I'm like, I love that actor. And they played their part fairly well. It's just, you know, they were dealt with dealt a really bad script. Whatever it Yeah, bad script, but also I think it has something to do with the like take them seriously, but they are also a a total cartoon. Yeah. It's George the Jungle, but in yes. a the, the Curse of, of the Jungle, yes. <laughs> All right, let's throw it to the minigame. Unless you wanted to say something else, Bob. Speaking of actors, I mentioned Short Time with Dabney Coleman. I also mentioned Cemetery Man with Rupert Everett. Okay. Hmm, Cemetery Man. Okay, cool. Um, these are things that I'm going to look into when I have free time. Uh, here's our little mini game. So we're going to decide who is more offensive uh, based on the uh, matchups that I, I pose here. Spawn. Um, <clears throat> the more offensive things in Spawn. They don't care at all about Spaz the dog. They leave the dog to like mm-hmm. find its own way home on a number of occasions from Rat City, from the high school, from the driveway with all the doors closed. Uh, <laughs> they do not take care of the dog. Uh, or... Uh, with Inspector Gadget, no consent surgery, which is worse. No consent surgery. <laughs> oh, I think you're right. Yeah, no consent surgery is is, is yeah. I've, okay. I've gone on. I've gone on record. I've I've grown up with dogs. Like you know, like my my parents always rescued dogs, and and you know they're a part of my household. Yeah, but if it's not my dog, I don't love it or care. <laughs> and I, I've said that on air before. Like, I know it's a horrible thing to say, but it's like if I saw somebody else, it's like, I'll make sure it doesn't get like, in danger. But I'm probably just going to like open up a post office lobby and just like let the dog go in there and let someone else take care of it. Yeah, okay, that's fair. But the, the dog will find its way home. Whereas compared to non-consensual surgery, whereas you don't know what's going on down there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, Jay, save it, save it. We're going to get to that. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> all right <laughs> all right uh here's the other um here's the other toss-up so we're all going non-consensual surgery right yes yes okay <clears throat> hiring the violator for your daughter's birthday party <laughs> 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 that's pretty bad yeah <laughs> or or the robo brenda fucked all <laughs> oh shit I, I'm I gonna go with you go first, Bob. But I, I have some thoughts on this. I think Robo Brenda. I really do think that's that's more offensive. Okay, and I agree with Bob on that because they didn't know his name was the Violator. They they just went to the classifieds and hired a clown. <laughs> they didn't know that was gonna happen the way it did. Fair. It takes intent to make a sentient fuck doll and lots of engineering. <laughs> like you, you don't you don't slip on a banana peel and fall down and. And wake up and like have accidentally engineered a fuck doll. Um, 
unless it's an employee as well. Uh, yeah. Um, all right, Jay, I'm going to actually beg you to disagree with these guys so that we can we can throw one more in here. Would you do that for me? As much as I would like to agree, which I would in this case, but for you, I'll, I'll happily go with the violator being invited to a little girl's birthday party. Okay. All right, cool. I will go violator as well, making it 1-1. Thank you, Jay. Hiring a demon to entertain the children. At a birthday party, um, might might be considered a friend. The Robo yeah. Brenda has no. Uh, th- some would argue that she still has no soul. She might be sentient, okay. right? But does she have emotions? That's yeah. the question. That's the Westworld also, question. Also, I just want to point something out as well, which actually makes me agree with this whole violated being more offensive. Robo Brenda okay, is more sassy, and like Robo Brenda is more sassy and more, you know, well sexualized i guess but the violator is so fucking annoying (laughs) (laughs) right like what what were the what were your options um in your in your local town you didn't have guy a balloon guy you didn't have like the 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 reptile lady that brings a bunch of snakes and the gecko you I don't know. <laughs> we're talking like we're talking like the nineties. There wasn't really much internet, and like I was a kid, so I wouldn't be booking that shit myself. My parents would probably throw like a dart at a classified ad and be like, "There's a clown. There's like a ma- magician." Like if you if you ordered a magician and you got like the amazingly Randy from South Park and he's doing cock magic in front of your kids, like you don't <laughs> yeah. know he was going to do that. It just kind of happened that way. You leave a bad review, you move on with your life. Okay. Um, well, look, guys, calling we- child services there. <laughs> I, I I have to push us into the um <laughs> this is so great. I have to push us into this is why Jay I beg for this, but um <laughs> I'm here's the tiebreaker. In spawn, okay. um we're we're gonna ask, is it worse to have a North Korean virus uh threatening to release and destroy like destroy the economy of the whole world um <laughs> these days? Sound familiar? Um, mm-hmm. or the running joke of the running Japanese man. So, so we're going all Asian for this tiebreaker. What, what do you guys? What do you guys choose? Oh, shit, I'm gonna go with yeah, Godzilla yeah, one because I've, I've heard that joke in other shows, and I, I've heard way more tasteless one, versions of that joke yes. where they're doing the L and the R thing when they yes. say Godzilla. Um, uh huh. But that should, A, that shouldn't be in a kid's movie because it's alluding no. to that kind of humor. And B, it's just, it's been done so many times. Like, it's it's just offensive as somebody who likes jokes. Okay, so you're going running Japanese, man? Yes. You're going with the running joke? Yeah. Okay. I will Thanks. actually second that. I'll third that. Okay. But yeah, I, 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 lean, I, I do lean that way as well. Because with Spawn, like, the whole virus thing, it has a point to it. Well, yeah. some would say. Yeah. It, Whereas it, the whole running joke was just put in there, like I said, no idea. They said, it's like, we'll just put it in. Yeah, we need another five minutes. Yeah. So we'll just, <laughs> we'll just toss that one in. But also, they didn't know that Corona was going to be a thing, so. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't important yeah. then. That's what pushed me over the edge. Yeah, and they didn't know then. So, for those of you that had 
Rob referencing South Park before Simpsons on their bingo card, it can mark the spot. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's throw it to the shit coin, Rob. Uh, you want to hit that bumper and we'll just get into it? Let's do it. Okay, I'm just pulling up the text right now. And here we go. So this is from Nathan Portis Yazo. Uh, I probably butchered that. No hi, yeah. no hello, no introduction. Just, have you seen my recent post about Bitcoin mining? No, I haven't. I got a mentor who knows how to trade real good. I'm learning and earning really realty good with her. 100% invested 1000 and I got back 13600 as my profit. That's pretty interesting. Uh, I'm sorry, I... I have uh, I'm I'm in a kitchen right now and people are doing dishes behind me, but uh, that's pretty interesting. I'm sorry. I I would like to find something new to keep me motivated. I just invested a thousand dollars in Bitcoin mining and I got profit in just three hours. I made a withdrawal successfully to my cash app and initiated cash out into my account. It's safe and a hundred percent legit. Swear to God. Does God like? approve of bitcoin though i just feel like i can't live up to his standard i'm just a low life with a lot of money lol <laughs> i hope you will jump on it i will send you her page so you can also start earning as well as you all you have to do is follow her instagram page follow sophia something hit her up now tell her that you want to learn about bitcoin mining and earn real good too she will guide you through the process i might not I'm curious, but I'm also ready to let go for good. Hey, you say that, LOL. This is a real-life time opportunity. I'll just fail. I always lose in love, in friendship, in life. LOL. That's crazy. You can't fail and won't fail. You can give a try, and you will see how fast it is. Contact the coach now. She will direct you. What's her favorite color? I, I need a starter. No, never mind. I'm, I'm just too timid and depressed. You shouldn't worry about all that. As soon as you start to see your profits, then you will realize what I mean. Sorry, Dugs. I mean, I did some mushroom. I should probably... Tack to yellow tomorrow. Do doop 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 do do doop. That's great. Have you contacted the coach so you could will strat trading? <laughs> what is strat trading? This is getting confusing. I'm going to eat a ton of ice cream. Have you contacted her already? What? 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 Lean if you contacted the coach to invest and start earning as well. Left or right? All you have to do is follow her Instagram page. Follow Sophia. Hit her up now. Tell her that you want to learn more about Bitcoin mining and earn real good, too. And she will guide you through the process. I can't. You don't want to earn big? My gecko Marvin just died. Every time I die, just broke up. And I'm 13. Okay. 
<laughs> that's the end of the shit coin for this, for this week. Do you know what the most startling thing about that entire oh, thing ther- was? Therapist. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Jay? I said, what a terrible therapist. <laughs> Lol. I'm at, I'm at my lowest in life. Anywho. Lol. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Anyway, did you talk to Sophia? <laughs> Chris, the, the most startling part about that entire exchange was how how uncharged your phone was based on the screenshots you sent me. <laughs> yeah. I, like <laughs> I was living on the edge. What can living I say? on the edge, man. It's it's part of the character, you know. I was. Yeah. I had to live in 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 the moment. I'm a method actor. Yeah. All right, let's do the catch all, and then we'll throw it to our uh, newer segments, and then uh, we'll do uh, Jay's bad credit names. All right. Uh, to, to <laughs> well, that still gets me. Um, all right. These are many. Um, I separated the tropes and graphics. I didn't just mix them in because that kind of throws me off. <laughs> so we're starting with uh, just the loopholes, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, Brenda is a total bitch to John Brown in the beginning. A- am I wrong? Yep. No, she is. She-, she was immensely unlikable in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. John Brown goes up to her and he's like, Hey, how are you tonight? Like, not all that creepy. And she's mm-hmm. like, <laughs> you know, like just kind of shoves him off. And she, she actually says, Well, I gotta, and then like makes a head motion, like meaning I gotta get in my car. He just like was talking about her father, you mm-hmm. know, really bitching. The head str- uh, gear was strapped to Artemis. Yeah. He gets shot by one of um, Skolex's. <laughs> machines and the headgear just falls off mm-hmm. are we to assume that his head was crushed or something in in, in some manner where that the headgear was able to just slide off or were we not supposed to think about that mm, that's a good point I think imagination. I think, yeah not supposed to think about it i think okay yeah because it comes off clean there's no blood nothing Oh, yeah, actually, I think we see Artemis's head later, so it doesn't make any sense because the helmet is still strapped when it lands. So, it, yeah, it totally is yeah. just a loophole. <clears throat> um, hey, that's Trigger from Friends. And, uh, that's, yeah, Sykes is Trigger, but he's made to look a lot younger than he is. Um, okay. And for you movie buffs out there, uh, he's also in Overboard with Russell Crowe. Uh, Russell Crowe, um, Kurt Russell, rather, and mm-hmm. um, Goldie Hawn. If yeah. you hadn't seen that, which one was Trigger? Uh, Trigger is Sykes, the one with like the mushroom cut, the, the minion. Oh, okay. Yeah, can you believe that? He yeah. looks so much younger, but they they gave him a clean shave and they gave him like a mushroom cut. Same guy. Yeah. <clears throat> um, where does Gadget store the thirty gallons of toothpaste I referred to earlier? <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, I I mean that goes for other things like uh that head helicopter and shit like that. Where does he put yeah. those things? Cuz I mean he definitely yeah. refills the toothpaste. Yeah. He he, men- he mentions oil. Where does he keep the oil in? Isn't that bad for your body as well? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you would think. He's a well-oiled machine apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh he goes on the job um right away with literally no training. Mm-hmm. So he just like gets out of the car and starts to tackle the prison break thing that's happening yep. at the side of a Corvette. 
mm-hmm. um, doesn't know the manual, which is like a thousand pages long. No, actually, yeah. I mean, um, what is that? Guns, Germs, and Steel is probably a thousand yeah. pages long, and that's like maybe yeah. a fifth of that. So that's a five thousand yeah. page book. Definitely yeah. hasn't read it. Uh, why do intelligent evil men always have dumb henchmen? I think it's like when you're a hot chick and you want to look hotter, so you 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 have you keep a couple dumpy friends around. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah. You you keep an ugly chick by your side so that you look even better by comparison. Yeah. That's smart. Uh, he uses his hand. Oh, okay. I said that already. Uh, there are fast forward dynamics that you know I hate. Um, I'm thinking yep. specifically of when Gadget Mobile is going through the the city to to catch yep. up with Flaw. Yep. Looks like shit. I just hate that stuff. Yeah. Um, Rob, we've talked about this before. Uh, Jay, I wonder if you agree. This, to me, is a 20-minute short that was mm-hmm. um, go-go, like, arm-stretched into um, hour 20. And it's upsetting, too, because Minority Report with Tom Cruise, not arguably not the greatest movie, but I thought it was pretty good. That's it's like a three-page it- three pa- three short story. It feels wow. like if it were if it were to be, it would feel like like a twenty to thirty minute pilot from the Spectre Gadget live action TV series. Yeah, also yeah. that. Yeah, that's 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 perfect actually. Yeah, that that sums it up. Um, Claus, bring on the brownies, wheel in the waffles. I'm ready to binge line. Did not go into worst dialogue because it's whatever. But I'm wondering. Okay, so I'm going to set the scene for you. They're in the helicopter. With, mm-hmm. it's, it's Brenda and Claw. Yeah. And Gadget is there trying to thwart the liftoff. Mm-hmm. Claw says to Brenda, don't you find me attractive or something like that? And she says back, I found you more attractive when you were heavyset. Yeah. To which uh, Claw says, bring on the brownies. Wheeling the waffles. He's actually screaming. And he says, I'm ready to binge. Was okay, so this this is bad writing in that I don't know whether or not he was being sarcastic because he doesn't give a shit, or whether he is yeah. Brenda obsessed. Like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get fat again because I want you to find me attractive. I think that's what it was. Yeah, I don't know. Like I felt that way, but then I was like, that's not evil though. That's like you know what I mean? Like he he's Weird. too worried about and and Brenda yeah. is not no offense not attractive enough mm. to be that obsessive about. Oh, Sorry, right, Brenda. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, can we uh, can we quickly talk about the shot that uh, Gadget pulled off with the pen? I can't even remember yeah. that. Okay, so he's in a helicopter. He pulls the pen out of a finger. He yeah. somehow rigs the pen so that it ejects the uh, ink with the yeah. like pen tip that hits yeah. a button that then on on the claw that then explodes so that he cannot operate the helicopter anymore. But it yeah. bounces around like the magic bullet theory inside the helicopter yeah. before it hits the button, and somehow. Because he met that guru once that he grabbed the balls of, he was able mm-hmm. to calculate the fine mathematic precision of shooting a pen ink tube all around the helicopter at weird angles and into the button that blows up the claw's hand. 
Yeah. Absolutely fucking outrageous. Should have been the most offensive. I was pissed off. I'll never watch this yeah. again. Definitely going to check out Gadget 2. I just want to point out what about the whole like, magic bullet theory. Think of like a normal bullet, how it's, you know, pretty small. But then yeah. go to the like the pen, which is obviously larger. The weight and stuff of yeah. that pen would not, you know, would not be, obviously be the yeah. same as a bullet. So how the hell would that be bouncing around? <laughs> yeah, you're right. It wouldn't have the kind of like velocity that it would need to yeah. even ricochet twice. That's exactly. another thing. Bob, did you catch that spot where the the ink on the the pen bounces around inside the helicopter and causes the helicopter uh, like claws claw to explode? Basically, I did catch that. Yes, Jay said that the velocity of the pen projection, which I'm not even sure how we MacGyvered it in such a way that it was able to launch in the first place, um, but even if he was to get it to pop out of the pen with some force, it wouldn't have the velocity necessary to ricochet uh, in the helicopter, and to further that point, would never have enough uh, speed to cause the kind of explosion that it does when it lands on Claw's Claw anyway, but I was saying the Guru um, meeting was just enough for him to be able to do the precise mathematical angling for the shot in the first place. Yeah. So, how do you feel about that scene, Bob? <laughs> Completely ridiculous. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't feel anything about that scene whatsoever. It shouldn't have existed. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, so th- we are thusly agreed. We will move on to. Mm-hmm. Um, I the next thing I've written down, we we talked about anyway. Um, I wrote Andy Dick. Rob's underwear was wet. Um. <laughs> The uh, bad gadget teeth, Rob. Let's open a dialogue about that. Um, I, did I text this to you? I think I might have texted it to you. You that, did. Uh, that's why I, the, that's why I prompted you. Yeah. yeah the only reason I, I think that was an afterthought, right before production, going, "There's no way to differentiate between good gadget and bad gadget." So, like, let's give them like fucked up veneers. Yes. Like agreed. Tony Robin, Tony Robbins' teeth. And I think to bolster that statement, they actually make mention of how the bad gadget. So bad gadget says we're we're like you and I. Only I have better teeth. Yeah, and it's like that. And it helps to uh, defend the choice a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we we made the choice so that we can make the joke, but no, they didn't. You're right. It was a hundred percent to differentiate them because otherwise yeah. you have no. If they're so good at copying. Um, gadget, why would the teeth be so wrong? Yeah. It, it never would be. Okay. Uh, they immediately arrest Skolex based on the testimony of his uh, shitty mushroom-cutted uh, minion. Yeah. Don't feel it's, like uh, that's realistic. No, especially like when, when like that many millions of dollars worth of infrastructure is destroyed, it's not open and shut. That's years of litigation, like... And like bail yes. bondsmanship and all sorts of shit like that, where it's like, <laughs> I know, I know that I know they're trying to wrap up a movie nice and neat, but same thing with Spawn, where he comes out, he's like, I unwittingly participated in terrorism for four, five years. Like, yeah, you're going to jail. Yeah. He's off the hook. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. How do you guys like this one? He's not an inspector. <laughs> they never even call yeah. him Inspector Gadget in the movie. I don't think a single time. No. Oh. 
They never right, fucking right. call him the fucking title of the movie, Inspector Gadget, because yeah. he is just a member of the police force. Um, Rookie who... Gadget. <laughs> What's that, Jack? Rookie Gadget. Yeah, right. It's Rookie Gadget. That's that's really good. Uh, this bring okay, so I wrote this brings me to my biggest loophole is uh, Brenda Brilliant or Inept, but we already talked about that. So, um, okay, Jay, you alluded to this earlier. So I'm going to just read what I wrote because I think it's funny, um, and then we'll talk about it. The fireworks foot implies that soon there will be hot nookie between mm-hmm. Brenda and Gadget. Oh, no. Yeah. This means that we are obligated to speculate on the matter of his hardware. Uh, yeah. So I ask you, what's going on down there? <laughs> yeah, we had to do it, guys. Yeah. We have to. All I'm going to say, all I'm going to say is they made it to be interchangeable. He has different parts for different indications. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Some, some are ribbed for her pleasure. Uh, yeah. It's just a bunch of Part of what I'm going to say here, but he just has a whole bunch of doors to interchange every time. God, I, now I'm wishing, I'm really wishing that I had my notebook from the Wild Wild West one, mm-hmm. uh, because I remember the Loveless line where he's like, I know you think that I am a uh, useless uh, paraplegic, but I promise you that I made a hard, hard pumping piece of steel that is mechanologically steely. And you know, like yeah, that really, really <laughs> creepy line. I'm yeah. wondering if they. I mean, did they when they were installing all of his uh, equipment? Did they hook him up or or what? That's. I mean, that's what yeah. we're talking about here, right? Did they hook him up? Yeah. Brenda was the one that hooked him up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm saying four words: go, go, gadget, gadget. Yeah, <laughs> go, go, gadget, gadget. Um, yeah, I think I think um, the really really sad part though is that he's not going to feel anything. No. Oh, oh shit. He's not going to feel anything at all. Poor gadget. Poor gadget. And then the very next week, he he takes on the role of bad gadget, where he is destroying the city, just only with yeah. toothpaste and with <laughs> slinkies and and stuff because he doesn't have uh, fire or Tommy guns. All right, I'm gonna run through my uh, tropes real quick in the catch-all. Uh, sure. Stop me if you want to. The dog lick wake up. Mm-hmm. He has a dream sequence in the beginning, which is already tropey enough. But then, of course, he is woken by his dog who is licking his mouth. Uh, the guru no. scene. What's that, Jay? Did it remind, reminds me of the mouth, Jim Carrey. Yes, me too. Me too. Yep. Same here. Uh, Milo. Shiloh. Milo. Yes. Yes. Milo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the guru scene is very cheap and overdone. The pop out yep. eyes. The blah blah blah. Let's uh, move on. Robocop. Doctor Loveless mentioned already. Um, already there, and the kiss revival. So he is a dead man. He gets kissed, and all of a sudden he is back to life, right? Yeah. Uh, do you guys have any mentions on tropes? I mean, um, the the rookie trying to make his name in the police force, like the whole like the whole Rudy type of thing. Hatchet. Okay. Yep. That's good. Uh, what was his skin? Sorry. 
what, what, what uh, did we bring any, up? Any, anything like cliche or tropey? The whole movie? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's RoboCop for kids, right? Yeah. I, I was really going to bring that up before. Like, I kept, I kept, both of you kept bringing up RoboCop, and I was like, this is technically just RoboCop, but made for yeah. dumb kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah made for really dumb kids <laughs> um all right graphics i'm just gonna run through uh very sure. toy story intro yeah the body cast was super stupid mm-hmm. i hated the gadget mobile yeah uh there was plenty of bad cgi for his gadgets in general yeah the bullet dance scene that you highlighted on tiktok rob thank you for that yeah totally totally stupid Complete with the airbag thing where he like his airbag gets popped and he flies around. Yeah. Um, and the gadget chopper. Mm-hmm. Also very stupid. Very, very stupid. And finally, I'm not sure that on the worst movie ever made, we've ever talked about this. It's one of the things that irks me the most, and when it comes to bad graphics, especially, uh, talking animals are never ever funny and they always look bad. Unless it's up. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of it. I, it's, they, they put peanut butter in a dog's mouth, and the dog goes like... Then they have someone voice over it. Unless yeah. they completely CGI it, which looks even worse. Yes. Like, they, they make the, the animal's lips do things that the animal's lips literally don't have the muscle, uh, musculature to do. So it looks yeah. completely unnatural. Okay. There's no opposable thumbs in there, no working mouth jaw to talk. What is this? Yeah, yeah, they try to make them as human as possible, but they're not human at all, so just looks terrible. Yeah. All right, we've got a few more things to do, and we should probably speed it up. Um, so right. let's, talk, uh, let's toss it to uh, Bob Hasick's worst production. The worst movie ever made presents Worst Production. That's perfect. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, I was just informed my wife has a flat tire, more like an exploded tire that I have to go change. So I'm going to get through this and then I'm going to disconnect. Okay. So, good, <laughs> so uh, my, my uh, uh, overall, the overdoing of the cartoon sound effects was to yeah. push the whole cartoon feel of yeah. the movie, which, which I understand to a point, but if, um, the overacting was pushed as if it was a kid's movie and the sound effects were pushed as a kid's movie. Mm-hmm. Then too many directors think that kids need that extreme everything push yeah. personalities of, of, of the film. However, kids don't need that when there are human faces in the film. Human yeah. faces, kids aren't, aren't stupid, right? They can read human, human emotion in, in faces. And yes. when cartoons don't have that 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 uh, subtle, um, I don't know, uh, different facial expressions that humans do, so they don't need that. And I think that that filmmakers think kids are stupid, and they play to that, and that's I think why this yeah. movie failed. Also, this is just a, a separate aside from that entire uh, uh, theory: is that the green screen effects and the backdrops in the entire third act just pulled me right out of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. 
I was already out of it by the third act, but that just ruined it for me. Are you speaking specifically about the head chopper? I think so. Yeah, because when he starts flying around the city with his head helicopter, I I was enraged. I had already been angry. Yeah. Uh, seething with like the boiling hatred for this movie, but then I, there was a, a Icelandic <laughs> volcanic eruption of, of pure <laughs> seething hatred for the movie as soon as the helicopter came out of his hat. Yeah. Just really rough, really, really rough. So I totally agree. Bob, can we uh, quickly, last week, uh, a lack of different scenery, color, textures, that kind of thing. The shot spawned in like three different locations and they all sucked, right? That was basically your main argument for the, the worst production. I don't know. I, I, I'm having a hard time because the, the, the production of Spawn was flawed through the entire production, whereas I feel like Inspector Gadget was more of the third act. Um, yeah. Oh, man, I don't know. I'm having a really hard time with this. I'm, I'm going to defer to you guys for this one. Okay, well, I, I, we understand that you, you, you must, you must go. You must save your wife, and good <laughs> on you for it. And I'm sorry you have to go through that so late. That sucks. Um, but you know, we'll, we'll look forward to uh, hearing from you next week. And, and make sure to check out the back credit names, Bob, because it's going to be fucking wild this week. I can't <laughs> wait. Yeah, uh, I'll look uh, it tomorrow during lunch. Okay. Well, we love you. Uh, good luck, and uh, have a good night. I see you guys. I see you. Dude. Yep. All right, so he said it's up for us to decide. So Spawn okay. not offering uh, much in the way of scenery. Uh, so okay. Bob had argued, Jay, last week that Spawn's production fail was that they had not offered us enough variety uh, scenery-wise. It's it's Rat City and, like, an alleyway in Rat City, basically. Mm-hmm. Or it's um, yeah. it's Wanda's house. Or it's um, the cathedral, basically, where he's yeah. getting his like bullet uh, cachet. Uh, is it ever daytime during spawn as well, or is it always just night? Uh, I think during the birthday party is about all you get for daytime. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Right. Um, so do we feel like always night? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I well, I, they definitely want you to have that dark, like edgy feeling in spawn. Yeah. For true. Sure. Um, but yeah, the, the, the lack of like color definitely, it makes it even more boring, which spawn is just boring to begin with. Um, yeah. so I'm actually, I'm going to, I'm leaving spawn because I feel like just a third act, um, as Bob was putting it is not enough to win the category for me. Whereas the production yeah. for all of spawn was worse. I, I agree. I spawn was worse on this. Okay. So we're going production. Um, yeah. All right. So Rob, let's, Offer up your alternative ending, please, and then we will okay. your, your alternate ending, and then we will throw out the bad credit names for Jay, and we'll uh, compare the movie and go home. Cool. And then this is the bumper that Bob made for this segment. This is a Bob oh. exclusive. Or you can do this, or you can do that, or you can do this, or you can do that, or you can do this, or you can do that. Just pick one. Inspector Gadget runs out of toothpaste during the second Go-Go Gadget oil slick <laughs> and thinks nothing of it. Years later, he gets a cavity. He quickly wants to seal the tooth, but realizes he's also out of sealant. In fact, he's out of a lot, a lot of things. Butane for his lighter, ball bearings for his roller skates, oil for his helicopter blades. His machine has always served him in times of need, but he has failed to serve his machine. Warranties expired. Routine service calls were not made. And general life of neglect has left his bionic man suit worse for wear. 
It didn't help that he let saving the world go to his head. He turned his back to everyone except for the bottle and his trusty sidekick, Gadget Mobile. He didn't listen when Gadget Mobile told him not to drive, but he didn't care. He had some. He, he had to get some tail and maybe some pills to take his mind off the pain. As the vehicle was hurled into the ravine and slowly sank to the bottom, only the trees heard his last words: "Go, go, Gadget Fleshlight." <laughs> That's the perfect way to end it. Um, yeah, dude, I never thought about all of the wear and tear that Gadget's going to suffer. All the warranties, like, like I, I'm on like ten different apps for no work, and they're, for they're all on different trials and service <laughs> yeah. things. And it's like, oh, I got to renew Discord. I got to renew this, that. Oh, Zoom expired. Like, it's yeah. imagine that with like mechanical parts of your body. It's just, yeah, you put together by different companies that yeah. that have special uh, contracts with your body. The, the the person that made the lighter for your finger was out. They've been out of business for thirty fucking years, and you're like sixty five years old and just want to light a cigarette. Right. Yeah. But Zippo has yeah. been done since uh, 2015 yeah. or whatever is yeah. the future for this movie. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, you guys want to do bad credit names? Yeah, let's do it. Yes, please. Okay. So this one, this one is fucking nuts, right? Yeah. They were trying to do something, I think, to appeal to the children. Um, and that is when they were doing when they were mentioning certain. Um, so, like in in this instance, it's party guests and uh, the minion. Um, you guys remember the minion support group cameo, like at the very end? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I'm, I'm going to read these off, and then I'll get into my names. So <clears throat> the Minion Support Group is uh, Mr. T as himself. Okay. Now, when it came to copyright, they were not allowed, I'm assuming, to use any of the characters' names that they also showed. Uh, so they were listed. The character mm -hmm. names were Famous Big Guy with Silver Teeth. <laughs> that was played by Richard Keel, who I think was, okay. uh, was in uh, Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Famous villain with deadly hat. <laughs> okay. Is Richard Lee Sung. Famous <laughs> uh, identifier of seaplanes, Robert N. Bell. Famous okay. Native American sidekick, Hank Barrera. Famous assistant to Dr. Franken something, <laughs> Keith Morrison. Son before second son, John Kim. Bane of the bumbling idiot, yet curiously successful French detective's assistant uh, existence, Jesse Yoshimura, and okay. Aaron Meyerson as himself. Okay. They also had out, uh, out of control bus driver Cliff Emick and in terrible yeah. jeopardy young girls, uh, Jennifer Ingersoll, and then a list. Uh, party guests. I don't mm -hmm. even, I, I guess this is at the ball. Yeah, I think so. Mr. D These are I'm just going to give you the character names because the people are not important. Um, Mr. Gadget. Mm -hmm. Go Girl. OK. Flash. All right. Flat, flat Top Guy. <laughs> Little Man. Yeah. Zoftig Woman. OK. Trophy Bride. All right. And Mr. D.I.C. Okay. Which to me might as well spell Dick. Yeah. Okay. Andy Dick, I also wrote down because yeah. I know you love him, no. but his name is Andy Dick. Yeah. Ivory Dilly. Okay. Brian Tibbetts. Okay. Matt Heimlich. Okay. <laughs> I like that one. 
Um, to maneuver. We have a, re- we have a return, uh, a repeat offender. But okay. he's got an accomplice this time, Rob. Greg right. and Greg and Brian Smurs. Okay. <laughs> I, I will always write that one down. Their last yeah. name is S-M-R-Z, Smurs. Greg and Smurs. Brian Smurs. Mr. Smurub. <laughs> uh, this is for Bob. I hope you're listening. There were 72 stunt people. That that sounds about right, actually. 70 fucking two stunt people. There weren't that yeah. cast, many cast members. Um, and half yeah. of it was forget it. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. M- Melissa A. Frick. Okay. Two oh, marks. Frick. Frick. Oh, Frick. Uh, Chu M. Tang. Okay. And finally, Hans Michael Pickle. That's the best one. It's Pickle. definitely, I saved it for last because it, I, felt like I, 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 yeah, I, yeah. I felt like I was sitting at like, you know, I just got a, a turkey sandwich and we got a quart of yeah. like, you know, freshly pickled pickles and we're sitting at the uh, yeah. table with uh, a man named Michael and a German dude. And the German says, Hans Michael Pickle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what it felt like to me. Yeah. All right, let's compare the movies and go home. Okay. Uh, pretty uh-huh. intimate. Uh, so you guys are going to have to make the ruling for me here. Uh, okay. Spawn on the worst movie ever, uh, the worst of its kind, rather, negative 25.4, but not the worst of its kind. All right. Gadget was negative 23 and the worst. So it's the worst of its kind, but it's slightly less percentage-wise uh, negative. Huh, that's a tough one because yeah. I hate both of them. Um, yeah, I'm leaning gadget. I'll go go gadget with you on that. Jay, do you think it's worse to be the worst of your kind or to have negative uh, two point negative two point four percent negative? I'm looking at gadget as well. Nice. Okay, sweet. That that makes it an interesting little race. Um. Okay. So. <laughs> Rob, you would not make Spawn. Bob would make Spawn, and it's a two-star. Okay. I think we have to give it a gadget as well here, um, because Bob said no, Rob said yes, and Jay, you said no, correct? Yep. And we had a 2.83-star uh, plot. But okay. two out of three would not make the movie, whereas 50% would make the movie. So do we give it to Gadget in this in this case? Yeah. Man, uh, why don't we call it a wash? Because point eight three, point eight three is a is a good. Yeah, I All think right. we should. I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, point eight three is is you know one through five. It's almost a full star. Yeah. So we'll call it a wash. All right. Dialogue spawn was worse. Acting spawn was worse. Gadget was more tasteless. And huh. yeah. So we All are right. at um. We are at two to two moving into what's the worst production. And we unanimously decided without Bob mm-hmm. that the production was worse for Spawn because the whole movie yeah. sucked, whereas the third act moved. So it was actually a really close toss up between Gadget and Spawn, but Spawn is victorious. Yep. Okay. Do you feel like that's right in your heart? Spawn is worse than Gadget? Yeah. Oh, for sure. I think Gadget, like, it's Gadget's fun. Like, there's you know, some like fun. It's, it, there's some fun bit. stuff. Like, if I got a little, like, here's the thing. I I would I made a very good point not to watch Inspector Gadget during the day 
because if my daughter saw yeah. it and saw him jumping around with the helicopter and shit, she'd make me want to watch it every day. So, yes, that's that would it be. Does, that. I think I think it probably does have staying power for kids. So okay. I think that, where Spawn sucked as an adult and kids shouldn't watch it. So, um, yeah. So there's yeah, that. Worse. Yeah. Okay, check this out, Rob. Um, I'm going to just double check because it's still live, but the poll for next week. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, the results have not changed since before we started uh, recording. We are at 59%, 41% in favor of cliffhanger. cliffhanger. We've been talking about it for three seasons. We're finally going to do we it. We are doing cliffhanger next week. Yeah. Oh, yes. Fuck yeah. Uh, Jay, at Dusty underscore Penguin underscore 112. Thank you so much for joining us again, dude. Uh, we got to make this. You know, you again. Yeah, we'll have you on again soon. Um, you know, when something jumps out at you, you let us know. It's it's always fun. Um, yeah. And Rob, where can they find us? They could find us at the worst movie ever made.com. And I'm only talking like this because I'm looking for the theme song. There it is. Find us worst movie ever made.com. The worst movie ever made.com. The worst movie ever made.com. See you next week. Thank you.